Hello, welcome to the 90 plus 6 podcast again. We're going to be uh, talking about the game that just went on. 3-0 win against Birmingham. And again, I'm here with Shay as usual. Shay, what do you think of that? I'm so happy. Yeah, what what a win. Like, honestly, what a win. Like, crazy how we have came from the back of Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, sorry, Reading, and now we've just put a performance in like that. Continuing three goals to Reading. Uh, not kept a clean sheet all season, I don't believe, have we? And then we go, let alone score goal, three goals against Birmingham, but also keep a clean sheet. It was just massive, like, uh, best performance, uh, best posh performance in eight years, I guess you could say, because not been in the championship in eight years, and that's the best performance of this season. And obviously, standard of competition is much higher. So, yeah, definitely the best posh performance in eight years, I'd say. Well, up there anyway. Well, for me, it is. For me, yeah, I like, obviously, we've won what's like big score lines, but as, have we won? What was it? I watched there, we beat like 6 0 or something. Mm-hmm. I remember, what was it? Uh, and like other teams, but yeah, we could have won this game 6 0 as well. And it's against much better opposition. The stakes felt a little bit higher, you know? Yeah. And I thought the actual football we played was brilliant. Like, it was amazing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like that. Um... Uh, 6-0 no, I know obviously you're saying about Rochdale obviously not as good as Birmingham and that but yeah definitely like we could have scored so much more first half we were just just amazing like scoring obviously 59 seconds or whatever it was into the game I think it was under the minute mark and Dembele just come out firing sort of thing like that yeah. was just when Dembele's like that you just know it's going to be a good game like obviously Dembele is not not so much obviously we've spoke about it in previous episodes he's more consistent nowadays but still he has that odd game like obviously the majority of players do but yeah. like when when Dembele comes out firing like that you just know it's going to be a good day and a good game and you, you've got you've got a right chance when Dembele's like playing like that in my opinion anyway like yeah and like I said like first half especially just look every attack like we look dangerous like we we're gonna bat them like score every chance it was just crazy and yeah, just just what a day, really. <laughs> what a day what it a was. Day. What a day it was. And Birmingham fans, obviously, 4K of them were, were pretty loud as well. So it was good. Obviously, uh-huh. much louder before the game. because obviously, on their end, it weren't much to cheer about, to be fair. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of them weren't expecting to get beat 3-0 by the posh. But yeah. No, it was brilliant. I thought, as, uh, as I told you during the game, the I think when the sort of the players were walking out and stuff, uh, they they were chanting. I had goosebumps. It was so yeah. loud. Uh, it was really good atmosphere for that bit. But as soon as the whistle goes, you don't want them to, you know, be cheering their players on and giving yeah. the players an extra lift. And we done exactly what we need to do to shut their atmosphere out, shut the fans mm-hmm. up. I'll see. Uh, one minute in, I thought. I'll see. Should we just go through and dissect the goals? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Obviously, yeah. three of them, it was nice, but... Exactly. Well, I thought of, was it first goal? I'm too fair. I don't remember what happened from kickoff. But then, I mean, Butler played a lovely ball. We we started attacking. Butler played a beautiful ball, sort of uh, in between the uh, full-back and the centre-back, if I remember correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight into Dembele's path. We just tried to cut it across goal uh, and uh, got put into that own net. Unlucky, kind of from uh, Berman's perspective, but... I thought uh, Butler's pass was really good, really smart, and I thought mm. obviously Dembele's put it in a good area. Yeah, with a lot of pace as well. A lot of pace, and, uh, and yeah, he didn't try to cut it back. He just tried to put it in a good area, and that's what happens a lot of the time. Even if you your own player doesn't score it, it might just go in for an own goal, and 
yeah, minute in, I was I was going mental. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, me neither. Like, and when you, normally when you're watching a game like minute in sort of thing, like you you're like just sort of like starting to concentrate on the game, like and you just oh. when we score one minute in, it's just crazy. Like it, it's just it's just weird feeling. It's an amazing feeling, and obviously with the goal being a minute in, it sort of settled the nerves a lot. Obviously, posh play normally very well under sort of the high pressure games. Obviously, very high pressure games after the recent poor performances and. Uh, yeah, like obviously you look back to previous seasons with wins over Sunderland at home. Uh, obviously West Brom, we played well. I know we didn't win, but still sort of these high atmosphere games with high pressure, we normally yeah. play well and, and we've done it again there. But this time I actually got the win, which is just amazing. And yeah, like I said, like scoring a minute in is just amazing because we, we've sort of, Birmingham fans are so pumped up for it and then they just they just get hit in the gut really with a, a goal sort of thing and it's just a bit gutting for them and that so yeah. yeah it was good sort of players obviously nerves weren't must have been massively sailed with that first goal going in but just amazing we'll move on to the second goal anyway that goal uh coming from the penalty spot beautiful ball ball through uh to george grant actually who just kept going, going and going. It just, <laughs> I thought he was going to shoot earlier, being honest. And funnily enough, remember, we we actually uh, went to the toilet, a little story actually. So it was when one of the, it was one of the um, Birmingham players got injured. I so it was, was it the goalkeeper? Yeah, down. it was the keeper went down. Yeah. So we were like quickly dashed to the toilet. So we come back, we just stood on the stairs. We see this lovely ball go played through to George Grant and we're like, just stood there like, and then, uh, yeah, we just got up down. the stairs. We're, uh, I just want to say, we're top of the family. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. We're, the uh, upper end upper, ten, or upper yeah. stand, yeah, in the uh, uh, family uh, family stand. So we literally go. If you're up there, you literally you walk up the stairs, and then we literally as soon as I remember, as soon as we got there, I look and Grant's just running through on goal. You know, yeah. I, I don't even remember seeing the pass. You know, yeah, and, I remember briefly seeing the pass, but I don't remember yeah. who. But and, and then, then yeah, he got taken out. I thought he well at the time when I was watching, I was just thinking shoot, and then. Yeah, I thought he took like the ball kind of got underneath him a little and then he got out of his feet, got snammed. It was a penalty, 100%. 100%, yeah. And briefly, just well, just a quick note, I thought the ref was good, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I was actually Very good ref. Like, if it'd be nice if that was the standard of officiating across the championship. But yeah, oh, I think really? it was Jared Gillett. Form, he's an Australian, actually, formerly of the Australian A League. So. Yeah. yeah, he's just came came over to the UK recently, I think. I think it's his second season. But yeah, great performance from him. So credit to him. Thought he got Brilliant. most of the decisions right. And obviously that red card we'll move on to later. Definitely a red card, but we'll uh-huh. speak about that a bit later on. But yeah, yeah no, there was no decisions. Uh, even mini ones where it was like silly fouls. I thought he gave everything right. I don't think he uh, I don't think he booked anyone for, wrongly. I, didn't th- I think he held every situation uh, really well. Yeah. And uh, I think, and to be fair, I don't want to just, I don't want people to think just because we won, we're saying this. Just, you know, obviously, if I think if we were, if you're a Birmingham fan, there's nothing yeah. you could blame the referee for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely. I think that shows how good it is. Because normally, yeah. if you're an away fan and there's something to blame the referee for, you will, you know? And yeah, if you exactly. lose, that is. So uh, I think he, he was really good. So obviously, we also, well, it's more me, but. Uh, uh, not discredit, but I go on about refs a lot when they have bad games. So when they have good games, I got to give them their props. 
Yeah, that's it, really. And it's sort of a breath, breath of fresh air, really, when you've got a ref like that. Like, it's just good. makes it, obviously, more enjoyable when it's a good, sort of, fair playing field. No decisions are going, sort of, uh-huh. against one team and that. But, yeah, Birmingham fans, definitely, I wouldn't imagine, would be complained about even the red card or penalty. Both Stonewall. It was Stonewall penalty and a Stonewall red card. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, then Clark Harris, obviously, took the ball. I, I don't know if George Grant wanted it. Obviously, he scored in that game against us. Uh, uh-huh. That that very historical game against Lincoln. Obviously, he he uh, scored a penalty against us, so maybe he wanted to take it. I don't know, but uh, Clark Harris, Clark Harris takes the ball and slots it into the sort of bottom right, or whatever. I can't remember. I think it was like top right. I think yeah. it was pretty much side netting, sort of like uh, I don't know, more higher up than mm-hmm. lower. Yeah, yeah, very good pen. Yeah, good pen from him, and yeah, we'll move on to the third goal, which was again George Grant involved yet again. Lovely run from Sariki Dembele, like it was beautiful. Troy Dini was even tracking back; it sort of ricocheted off Dini. Uh, uh, Sariki Dembele makes his way into the box, or with a little cut back, uh, does the the one of their fullbacks or, or centre back, whatever, and yeah, he's just sort of stand still and. Uh, Cuts it back on the edge of the box. George Grant, I'm sure you've probably seen it, to be fair. but uh-huh. May as well describe it if anyone hasn't. And yeah, George Grant slots at home into the bottom left, runs off towards the family stand with a lovely celebration. It was a good goal. What did yeah. you make that goal? Sum it up for me. I thought Bruno, I thought Dembele uh, looked very uh, good on that left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought looked dangerous. Uh, remember one time we were just standing there, just doing skills, sort of not doing anything. That, I'm not sure if it will free nil up at the time. Yeah. I was doing that. Do you remember what I'm on about? Yeah, yeah. He was sort of showboating yeah. a bit, which we like. That's Dembele for you. Yeah, and uh, no, and he, he just oozes class in my, mm. you know, where obviously sometimes he can be a bit frustrating. But again, that's what you're going to get with when you get a player like him, you know? Yeah. Like some games are going to be frustrating, but when he plays games like this, it's, it's all worth it, you know? So yeah, I, I, thought was, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was class. Yeah. And obviously we've not really highly rated George Grant so far in a posture, but by far that was his best performance in the posture. No. And that was just a I think sort of the position Fergie put him in as well. That was just just his yeah. that was the perfect position for him previously That's where he's been so. playing. He's sort of been playing he had more freedom yesterday, it definitely felt like um yeah. if you'd agree, like because so he was playing more defensively uh previously because I'm pretty sure when he was playing previously as well, Sammy was in the team as well. So he's yeah. he's more ahead of him and he's uh, George Grant's playing, yeah, obviously more defensively. Yeah. So, yeah, and I thought that, brilliant performance. One of the star men of the game, to be fair. 100%. One of, uh, it's tough to say man the match. One of many. So good players. But mm. if someone said to me, like, I oh, my man my, the man of the match, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't blink an eye. Uh, I think you know, it was brilliant. Again, you're, I think you're spot on with saying about the position you were playing because... Yeah, when I saw him in the team, I thought, yeah, he'd be the high one up between uh, the three, him, Norburn and Jack Taylor. I thought mm-hmm. he'd be the one that is, yeah, the attacking midfielder trying to unlock uh, Burnham's defence. And, uh, yeah, in other games when he's played, he's played a lot deeper where he's normally played in the position that Jack Taylor's playing or Norburn is, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's one, yeah, again, behind the attacking midfielder. And I think when he played in that attacking midfield position, he'd done it so many times that game where, uh, he done nice one, you know, one to football game. Got it in his feet, got it out quickly, which I think suits the position higher up more. Because if you then lose the ball from playing a risky pass, maybe or trying to play a ball through, it's not as bad if you're yeah an attacking midfielder. 
than if yeah, you're playing in the agree. deeper roles. Because if you give the ball away in the deeper roles, then uh, you're probably going to get scored on. To be fair, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think if uh, yeah, I think if you keep Sammy out the team by playing like that, then there's no complaints. Yeah, I agree. And obviously, we didn't particularly criticise George Grant. We were just saying not as what we expected. But to be fair, I think that sort of half criticism maybe wasn't justified considering Fergie was playing him in a role that's not his sort of bread and butter, if you like. So, yeah, definitely. Hopefully more to come from George Grant. And I think Sammy's going to struggle to get back in the team, being honest with you. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I think George Grant's very much deserved of a starting spot against Coventry. Yeah. For for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll go on to player ratings now. Then, uh, obviously, this will be the highest player ratings, I'd imagine. And yeah. th- that's just nice to nice, obviously, because we don't want to be given low ratings. But yeah, so should we move on to our player ratings? I'll go first. Cool. We, we, just prior <laughs> to this, obviously, because the first player rating is going to be David Cornell with an unexpected start yeah. in the team. So I guess we may as well, before the player ratings, get this out of the way first. Obviously. Very sort of shockingly, Christy Pym went in the team. We we were in the club shop at the time, opened the Instagram up and then see Christy Pym not even in the squad, let alone on the bench. None of us expected it, but supposedly, well, it's been confirmed by Darren Ferguson post-match as well, that there's sort of a bust-up after the Reading game. So it's supposedly oh. a boot thrown from Christy Pym. Obviously, we don't know. We're just seeing... We're just yeah, we've seen uh, what's online. If yeah. that's true, uh, boot being flown, but boot being direct thrown at the direction of Fergie, which is obviously you can't do that as a manager. And the quote from Darren Ferguson was, um, it will be difficult for that boy to get back, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Will we well, see Christy Pym in a posture again? What just a, just a yes or no answer from you now, Sean? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, okay, nice. Because, I, I probably do think so. I think so. I honest. think, uh, I think. Obviously, stuff like that happens in football. Obviously, that mm. doesn't mean it's acceptable. Well, if that is yeah. his... Well, to be fair, no matter what he's done, I think you have to do something bad for Fergie to leave you out and say those, say those things, you know? Because I think Fergie understands things can get heated and things can get passionate, you know? And I think mm. maybe if Pim didn't take that extra step further, he'd not half like it, but he'd... You know, half respect because he go at least he's passionate. You know, yeah. after a loss, but I think whatever he's done, he took too far. But I think uh, he's a manager. You can't. If it was less, right, I'm just gonna say for the sake of the, uh, our points, let's just say it was like him throwing a boot. Yeah. As as a manager, if you're there and you're speaking to BBC or you know Phil, and yeah. then and he if he, imagine he went, yeah, that was a bust up, and I'm not playing in this game, but you know he'll probably start the next one. Yeah. You know that. Imagine what message that would send to other players. Where it's you can do whatever you like. You might get set out for one game, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but then you'll come straight back in. That doesn't send a good message. So, I think what he said was correct. Uh, I think it, it should be hard for him to get back in the team, and hopefully that just motivates him to work harder to get in the side mm-hmm. or back into the side. But if Cornell plays the way he did, then. I don't see him getting back in anyway. Yeah. Just just out of yeah. sheer performances. Uh huh. I totally agree. To be fair, and yeah, obviously it would be stupid if Fergie was like, "Yeah, I'll be in next game." So yeah, I didn't really think of it from that point of view. To be fair, so maybe it's not as worse as it it's made out to be. But then again, uh, another quote from Fergie. I'm just paraphrasing here, but it was 
basically briefly said he overstepped the mark. So obviously, I'm sure there is a few sort of heated arguments in the dressing room after a game. 100%. But by saying he overstepped the mark is interesting. Maybe he's referring to the boot in that situation, but oh, who yeah, knows? And I don't know. I, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter as well about Clark Harris having to break up whatever or a few players sort of having to step yeah. in and whatnot. But yeah, Christy Pym, maybe it's just frustration out of the fact that he does get a lot. He's one of the posh players that gets the most stick. Maybe it's got to him, whatnot. But then nah. again, it's it's completely to throw a boot at your manager, it's like you can't do it either way. But like we've said previously as well, we don't think Pim deserves the some of the criticism he receives. Obviously, we label him as a scapegoat at the club, as some yeah. other fans do. But yeah, that's it's it's disappointing because Pim is a good keeper. But no, obviously, and it's not even that as well. I think obviously keepers a good uh, keeper. Pim is a good keeper. Sorry, but mm. it's I'm just more disappointed because even though I knew he was a passionate player. Obviously, everyone makes mistakes. Uh, if Fergie's went to forgive him at some point, then I wanted to forgive, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just disappointing that he has overstepped the mark. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, and yeah, that he would do it. But again, I think he will play in a posture again as long as he trains hard and he probably has apologised. I'm sure if he has overstepped the mark, I'm sure he would have apologised mm-hmm. by now, you know. And he just got to work hard to get back in the thing. I'm sure. I'll be sure. Give it a few weeks, yeah. And if Cornell, you know, had a few, I guess, poorer performances, I think Pim would be back in the squad at yeah. least. But, I think uh, this situation will blow over. It will, yeah. And I think if we play the way we have, because I think if we lost against Birmingham, this situation mm. would be so much bigger between in yeah. the fan base. But because we won and it was such good performances and Cornell played well, it's not being brushed under the carpet. But it's sort of, you know, where we played well, so. You know, we won't we won't really like speak about it or make it as big of a deal. You know. Yeah, I agree. And to be fair. Exactly. So yeah, because it's sort of not caused a problem in a dressing room, but it's sort of had the the adverse effect where it's I don't know if that's the right word adverse, but it could have went horribly wrong, and there could have been uh, problems behind the scenes. But I guess it's yeah. done the complete opposite, which is good because maybe that performance is. I'm not saying it's down to that, but sort of it's motivated the players maybe i know maybe, i, I refer yeah. to motivation a lot in certain situations but yeah is what it is but fergie also said he's not going to isolate pim from the squad so i'd imagine that means he'll still train with everyone oh, uh, being in and around the lands yeah. yeah but hopefully it's just a situation that will quickly boil over but yeah anyway we'll get into the player reigns that's enough for the christy pim situation at least we've got that out of the way now but yeah david cornell obviously first league starter posh shirt his only other game playing for Posh in a competitive game was oh. the 4-0 loss to Plymouth. We didn't go to that game, but we did hear he was a man of the match out of a poor bunch. But anyway, oh. what did you make of Cornell's performance on his league debut? It was brilliant. I, I personally give a rating 7, but mm-hmm. when I say that, I mean a high 7. You know, yeah. I think he was very good. I thought on the ball, he was uh, really composed. I thought he'd done it. he played the ball quick. He didn't just hoof it up a lot. I thought... Uh, Again, when the ball's actually at his feet and he played it short, he looked really good. And I thought uh, he made a few decent saves. Again, nothing crazy happened. I think that's, uh, you know, down to our defence, you know, how good we were uh, defensively, where we didn't let a lot of shots uh, sort of uh, go. But any time a shot was uh, put at him, he he looked assured, he looked ready. And, uh, yeah, a very high seven. And being honest, I I think you said it as well after the game. He came out for for a bit of... A few more crosses, and you just feel because he is a bit that a bit taller that mm. there's a bit more of a presence. Yeah, definitely, I totally agree. To be fair, and he didn't have awful lot to do. To be fair, 
stick to me where <coughs> I think it was at one or two nil he's made a decent save to, to uh, and that saves massive because if Birmingham go one one or two one whatever the situation was uh yeah it could have been a completely different game but yeah I thought it was a solid performance and I've given him a seven and a half but it could have been could have been higher I guess but he's obviously not had a lot to do but yeah he couldn't really get more much more of a seven and a half but like you said I'll just yeah basically agree with you and say yeah he did play well out from the back and he looked comfortable and looked composed which is good obviously because shows he's got confidence even though he's not played much but yeah seven and a half yeah. for him you gone for a seven we'll move on then to Joe Ward what 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 rating are you giving him I'd say probably Probably our, I guess, worst player on the pitch. I don't want to be. Uh, mm. When I say worst, I don't need to fair. He didn't play that bad. Yeah. But again, I just don't think he done much. So I'd probably go with six. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when I say worst, I don't want people to take down the negative way that I think he played bad. Uh, okay. But yeah, I don't know. There was not a lot to say. Sometimes again, final ball just wasn't good enough. But yeah. uh, I thought he worked. I thought he worked hard. Uh, it was decent on the ball. Didn't give the ball away much and. Yeah, just a solid six overall. So I thought Ward was decent. I've gone, I've gone, given seven and a half, given the same rate in this call. Now I thought it was much better, much better for Joe Ward from Joe Ward in recent than in recent weeks. But yeah, I thought he was solid. Sort of, he wasn't a standout player, but still a, a very much decent performance from him. Yeah, he done his job, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he did well. Like he looked more confident. Maybe that was the case because we were freeing the up a few a uh, couple times. He's he's actually tried to get around his man and not mm-hmm. gone back, which is good. But yeah, seven and a half from him for him even. Uh move on then, Frankie Kent. I've uh, gone seven. Seven, Sorry. okay, nice. What, what have you got? I, I've went I've gone eight. I thought it was decent again, much yeah. better than in recent weeks. There was only one moment that really stuck out as a slight mistake, I guess you could say. I think that was it was late on in the second half. Where he sort of just lost his foot in there. I don't know if you recall the situation as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that led to a corner. I can't it wasn't a massive deal in the end. We were three 0 up at uh three 0 up. But yeah, I thought he looked uh-huh. commanding, looked good. And yeah, yeah. I thought uh good from him. Uh yeah. we'll move on then to our our boy, I guess we could say our yeah, favourite man. I'm sure you know who it is, Mr. New Stadium, Mr. Rolls Royce, Ronnie Edwards. I've gone uh, oh no, I'm not going to ruin who the highest is, but uh, I've gone Ronnie Edwards and nine. I've Solid. Nine, okay, yeah. nice. At least we agree on one of them. I thought, oh, I thought it was amazing. Why what? We're both just like in awe. I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah. We just but, love him. Like, what a player. I know. Exactly. Yeah. I remember, I remember even, was it, it might have been his debut or maybe his first start or something, but I remember MK away. Yeah. Uh, last season. Even then, he looked so good, you know, and from that game on, I knew he will be a top, top player for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, when he was on the ball, he looked so composed. The way he uh, brought it out from the back and broke into uh, Birmingham's midfield and looked so calm on the ball. Uh, and, and he was really smart against Troy Deeney, actually. Yeah. Thought, because uh, when, when they done quite a lot of uh, long kicks, I get or from uh, goal kicks, sorry, mm-hmm. up to Troy Deeney to win the flick on, uh, he was actually really smart. He wouldn't come out and try win the header against Deeney. To be fair, most what nine times out of ten, Deeney would probably actually win the flick on. Yeah. Then that would leave space for you know where uh, Ronnie Edwards normally is for the other striker to go in and get in behind. But he was very smart because I was watching it. He would then drop back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he'd go yeah. with Deeney, then he'd drop back to try intercept the ball, and he'd done that a few times. 
well, I thought that was really smart defending for such a young uh, player. And again, he's just smart, and he's and he's, again, he reminds me of Varane, where when he defends, it doesn't look like he's defending, you know. And mm-hmm. at, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just looks so natural. Natural, it yeah. Just looks like it, he's not breaking a sweat. I love him. Yeah, he just oh, honestly, he made Troy Deeney look like the youngster in that game. Being honest, like he uh-huh. he did not look like an 18 year old. Like I've not. I can't recall many 18-year-old performances like that of in any sort of level. And even in the championship, he's still doing it. Like and yeah. before Posh, he played Barnett, where I don't think don't think he really played much and he didn't even play in the first team either. Like Barnett must yeah. be sort of kicking themselves like that he I don't think he got a contract or whatever, which is crazy to think. Like, surely you must see some potential in the boy. But what a signing he was. I know I'm pretty sure he's on a free, but not uh-huh. not 100% on that one, but yeah, what performance made Troy Deeney look like a sort of a schoolboy, to be fair. And in yeah. the second half, he 3-0 up, it was, I'm pretty sure, made that beautiful challenge on Troy Deeney, completely crunched him. Yeah, And nice. yeah, like, Brilliant. what a performance. Uh, definitely, con- he, he's got to be contender for Man of the Match. We'll get on to our Man of the Match. We will announce at the end, at, at the end yeah. So, yeah, That's nine brilliant. for him. We've agreed on that. Nathan Thompson. Up next, what have you That's gone for? Eight, but a high eight. It okay. could be a nine. It could be a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you went? I've gone eight and a half. I thought solid from Thompson. Oh, yeah, again, he's been one of our best players this season, consistent, consistently. For wise, me, he's been our best player. Yeah, he he. Without Thompson in that back line, I think we we struggle massively. He's the uh, yeah, definitely Should one say, of the most important. Yeah, yeah, we massively missed him, didn't we? And yeah. we just completely capitulated in that game, obviously. But yeah, high, high you've gone high eight, I've gone eight and a half. Thompson, yeah, obviously, we'll mention it now, now that we're on the topic of Nathan Thompson. Obviously, very sad stuff. Um, I believe uh, it was second half. Uh, two, well, two Birmingham fans, I believe, have been arrested on suspicion of racism towards Thompson, which has just gotten to... Obviously here, and it was reported during the game to uh, referee uh, Jared Giller, like we said, like we've mentioned it before. Yeah. Or, I don't know if we but, mentioned it before, actually. We're, we're going to mention him anyway. <laughs> that was on the agenda. But yeah, no, um, it was um, it was uh, stayed to him and that was sorted uh, relatively quickly, which is obviously good. But our support and our support goes to Nathan Thompson or whatever. But yeah, like we hope, hope he's all right in that end. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's obviously disgusting. Still hear about it and that, but well, yeah, we knew we knew what it was. When it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? we yeah, you can tell when sort of it's yeah. they go through the process. Obviously, reporting it, and it's good. Obviously, that um, the stewards or whatever identified the people that are doing it, or Thompson's oh, exactly. obviously told them, which is obviously which is it's still so sad to hear. Obviously, but it's good that those the individuals that were accountable for it have been obviously. Uh, charged or whatever, but yeah, yeah. support well, no, goes out to Nathan Thompson anyway. And yeah, well, it shouldn't be up, happening yeah. at football games, but mm-hmm. if it if it sadly does, it should be uh dealt with properly. And then to fair Birmingham, and uh, I don't know what police it would be, people probably Birmingham police, but mm-hmm. uh, whoever's I guess dealt with it properly, I'm sure they won't be coming to another football game in their life, yeah, which uh, is obviously good, but exactly. And at least it's been dealt with appropriately, you know, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, full. I guess is the right word. Condolences. Yeah, yeah, condolences yeah. I, I thought, yeah, exactly. And to be fair, fair play to Nathan Thompson 
before, even after that situation, he's played played a blinder. Being honest, like oh, that could so good that game. Too, like man. that could have really, and even if he played poorly from then, and that affected him, like obviously we'd understand. But to carry on doing what he's doing, just yeah, just he sort of shut everyone up really like exactly you know what i'm he saying so like good. he's I carried on like... so fair play to to him but we love thompson and yeah 100%. but just on his actual performance it was so it was so classy i thought mm-hmm. i thought he was getting stuck in i thought again his his dribbling was on point he was winning really smart fouls as he's always done throughout his uh, whole posh career and i think he'd done that before anyway yeah where again uh if he feels a bit of contact he'd go down and uh I think yeah, he sort of was the perfect captain for this game. Yeah, I I do completely agree with you. Um, yeah, we'll move on anyway to the last player of the defense, uh, Dan Butler. I have gone eight. What would you give the lad? I've went eight. I thought it was amazing. Solid. Yeah. Obviously, we have given that. I guess you could say a bit of stick to Butler in recent weeks. We I I think I did suggest that he weren't good enough for the championship. This performance, yeah, however, did show he's potentially good enough for the championship obviously it's one game so yeah. treating the game in isolation but banging performance from him uh, kept that players quiet but defensively mm-hmm. solid Play, played some nice balls going forward and I thought yeah Brilliant. very Again, very nice performance his involvement I think for the first two goals or for the first goal again that yeah, Dembele. Dembele was perfect yeah. and the second one I think, I think it was a penalty goal or uh, making of a penalty uh-huh. they had a corner or they crossed it or summit he got it. He looked up. He played a beautiful ball uh, from deep in our half down uh, to Dembele, who t- touched it in control. It was a lovely pass. And then that's where Dembele pla- passed it to Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was so key for uh, that goal. It was so fast. It was really smart. And the pass was on point. I think it was the second goal. but uh, or, the set, or the penalty. And I thought he was really good. And I thought defensively he was really good. He's always commanding. He's always... Uh, energy. He always gives a hundred percent, you know. Yeah. And again, at a, I still don't think he's necessarily good enough. But again, if he played like that every week, then my opinion would change, and I hope he does. I would love it if he played like that every week. But it was, I think, the the second player I've ever got on the top. Yeah, I think it was actually. I remember exactly. That. So, yeah. and, and I do like I do like him as an actual person, you know. Yeah. So very passionate lad as well. I do like Butler, but. Yeah, hopefully performances can continue in that way. Uh, moving on to midfield then, we'll start off with Oliver Norburn. Ollie Norburn, what a, what a guy, really. <laughs> Eight and a half, I've gone solid performance yet again. What what have you gone for? And we'll, then we'll yeah, discuss. Yeah, I'd go on eight as well. Yeah. High eight, again, like someone said nine, I wouldn't be shocked. I thought uh, resisting the press was brilliant. I thought getting stuck in, brilliant. I thought passing, nice, sharp and smart. I thought he'd done everything he needed to do and just looked classy as well. You know? Yeah. I've, 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 oh, sorry, Karen. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah. I, I was just going to say quickly, he, a lot of times, he, when, again, we were sort of passing the ball up from the back, he'd come deeper mm-hmm. and sort of drop in with the defenders. And I thought from there, coming in deep, and then he'd get the ball up a bit, from, uh, up the field a bit. And I thought, yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah, uh, again, another amazing performance from him. Ever, I don't think he's really put a foot wrong since being in a posh shirt, to be fair. I don't know if you can mm-hmm. recall any situations where he's had a poor game. I can't, being honest. Not really, not well. No, apart, apart from Sheffield, I guess you could say, but obviously that was a, a team, back poor team performance, not uh-huh. individual performance in that case. Um, moving on, we'll go for Jack Taylor. Um, 
Again, high eight. Could be nine. Yeah, I've four. gone eight and a half again. Yeah, I've yeah, agreed four. with my Norban one. It was sort of similar to Norban, uh, Norban in the sense of done everything you need to do. Defensively, again, smart. Mm-hmm. Passing was smart. It was really good to see him uh, sort of control the game. He, he didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember any misplaced passes in silly areas. I don't remember him giving away any silly fouls. Mm-hmm. I thought he was, yeah, him and Norban done pretty similar from what I can remember, you know, and they were yeah. both amazing. And again, resisting the press was so good, you know. If you resist the press that the opposition has given you, that's going to leave so much space. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. And uh, to be fair, this is his first start since his injury. <laughs> Obviously, he came on for West Brom very early on, but even then he's not fully fit. But now he's fully fit after the international break and everything. He, he just made a huge difference. That partnership, Taylor and Norburn, is going to be quality, I think. And just mm-hmm. Coventry now is going to struggle to to get a sniff in the next game, to be fair. But yeah, good performance. Him and Ta- uh, Taylor and Norburn sort of just very, very good partnership, like, Sort of, I don't know what the right word is. I can't. I think they complement each other. Complement each other. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, just sort of. So, uh, t- I'd say Taylor's more creative than uh, Norburn. Oh, well, Norburn's more so. getting stuck in, but then again, Taylor's ability to get stuck in is very good. Like, yeah, he, he Norburn can still play ball as well. Yeah, Norburn that's it. Can still, I think. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. a thousand percent uh, correct on that. I think. Them two together just complement each other so well. And I think they're both uh, strong. I think they're both leaders in their own sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Taylor spoke about. And we'll move on to George Grant. I'll go first um... or you? I'll go, I'll, I've, I'll, I've got it written down here. I've gone nine for George Grant. So, joint highest so far with Ronnie yeah, Edwards. Yeah. And we'll, we'll stay our man of the match now. I've gone George Grant as my man of the match. Affluent, uh, sta- new stadium. Uh, yeah, see, it, it's so hard to be fair. To, yeah, I'm not, to, it's, it's either. It's I, I don't know now, it's hard. I feel bad now. I feel like I'm too like, fake. Grant was amazing, he was so good. Yeah. Have, you, have we spoke about Grant's performance already? Yeah, yeah, we did. I think in that when yeah. we spoke about the goal, but exactly. So, I think when we're speaking about the goals and what we said about that's fifth position. I think we've said everything we need to say really about Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, got anything, but no, nah, just quality performance to some a really nice goal. Uh, mm-hmm. Well in for uh, creating the penalty, obviously, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's best performance in a posture and may may continue. We hope, but yeah, yeah. we'll move on to the two attackers, uh, Johnson, Clark, Harris, and Sariki Dembele. We'll start off with the former Sariki Dembele. I've got eight and a half. I'd, I'd go. Yeah, eight and a half. Yeah. Could be a nine. Or... Yeah, I don't know, actually. Maybe oh, exactly. he's pushing for that nine because obviously the first goal is all he's doing, basically. The second yeah. goal is near enough all he's doing. I know it was still a lovely finish, obviously, from George Grant, but it was, no, it was, it was, it was a great. In all of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the ball for the penalty was him. Was it? I, I didn't know. I thought that was Norburn or Butler, to be fair. Maybe it was, but. Yeah, maybe he should get a nine, but I've gone eight and a half. But yeah, solid performance from Dembele. He, he's becoming less hot and cold and becoming more hot, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, that's maybe a bit of a weird analogy or whatever. I don't know if yeah, I'm using the right words. Uh, yeah, yeah. A weird way to say it, but yeah. yeah no, I think he's becoming much saying. more of a, a consistent player, mature player. He, he's yeah, coming into yeah. some player. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, brilliant, isn't he? He's just good. Like, yeah. what else is there more to say? He's, yeah. he's just brilliant. And beloved by all posh fans. So oh, it's just good. it's just brilliant. So it, please stay. He'll be solely missed when he leaves, but let's not hope he goes in January. Let's he, let's just stick it out then. He'll sign. He'll and then sign you can him. you can leave on a free out at the end. We're, we're, that's fine as long as you finish the season. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Johnson Clark Harris. I've gone for an eight. Still, still a good <laughs> performance, but I don't think he, he's not reached that's the heights of last season, game. has he? We, we've no. spoke about this off air as well. And oh, I, I'd say a seven. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. And again, not because he played poor. A seven is a good rating. That's a proper mm-hmm. average. Uh, done really well to uh, stick away the penalty. I thought, uh, again, he won quite a few flick ons. Uh, not, not flick ons. I mean, one of a few. Uh, of the goal kick battles and or battles with defenders where he's able to touch it down and lay it off. And uh, he made some good runs. He should have scored or got an assist for that one chance. Oh, but I forgot about that. <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah, now you're saying that. Uh, he should have done a lot better there. But I, f- I feel like, I f- I've got, obviously, we'll, we'll speak about commentary. We're going to do another podcast mm-hmm. for those who are still listening to the uh, commentary game. Probably It'll probably go out Thursday. Yeah, Probably. Thursday or Friday will be, yeah, we'll let you know anyway, either way. Yeah, and then uh, Thursday or Friday, and mm-hmm. I think he's going to unleash a beast. I'm just predicting, I don't know why. Oh, nice. I've just got a bloody feeling in oh. my bloody chest. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, uh-huh. in my soul that he's got them pens now. He looks fitter. He looks a bit faster. And I think he's going to start doing well for us now. I've just got a feeling. Yeah, it'd be nice. Let's hope for a uh, Clark Harris 90 plus six again. That would be okay. very decent. But yeah, to be fair, maybe an eight is not justified, actually. I, I'm still sticking with my eight. I've gone for it now because yeah, that was no, my gut feeling. It, it, it was my gut feeling. But yeah, at that moment at 2-0, I believe it was, where Clark Harris has just tried to uh, square it to Joe Ward for the tapping. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, tried to sorry, he tried to square it for the tap in, and he sort of he tried to hit it with his left, and it's just toe punted off his right or whatever. He's just yeah, got his. No, that happens feet. to all of us. And I then, remember playing like in PE. That would happen. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, we'd have been fuming. Fergie briefly mentioned the post match, like he sort of laughed it off in the end. But that would have been crit if we uh, drew two two or even lost. That it's been so gutted. Like uh-huh. we yeah. can't obviously solely blame it to that, but it would have just been a moment you pinpoint and think. Just what only, if? only if, yeah. What if? That's a, that's a, what I was looking for. But yeah, uh, that's player ratings done, isn't it? Did you give your man the match? Oh yeah, you went uh, Miss New Stadium, uh, Rolls yeah, Royce. Anyway, I'm yeah. Um, <laughs> proper fanboy, and I'm proper crushing on him. Right yeah, now. we we do love him, like Ronnie Edwards. Let's hope he starts for Coventry. Uh, starts not for Coventry against Coventry. That'll be very yeah, nice, to be honest. I don't know if we did mention earlier on, if we mentioned about referee Jared Gill, I think that's named Jared Gill. I don't know if we did mention it earlier on. We'll mention yeah. we'll mention him again. Good performance from him. Stonewall penalty, Stonewall red card. I thought, yep. brilliant performance. Hopefully we haven't already mentioned him. But yeah. No, just in case we have already, I don't remember. Just in case we have, I'll just make what my thoughts quick. I thought, brilliant. Every decision was near enough uh, pinpoint. Let the game flow. Mm-hmm. really well uh communicated well with the players for what i could see and uh it was amazing and i think if you're a Birmingham fan there's nothing you can really complain about so when the team that loses has nothing much to complain about that's when you know a referee's had a good game yeah that's and it. i give referee stick and i'll happily and i will give them props when they have uh good games yeah yeah but yeah we definitely it was sort of breath fresh air in it really and it was just really good um yeah jared gillif didn't know formerly of the a-league 
and he's an Australian, Australian, and I think it's his second season in the championship. Uh, refereed, I believe, the playoff final championship, the game Ivan Tony played in, actually. He should enough. be in the Premier League soon then, though. Yeah, if definitely. him in uh, high championship mm-hmm. uh, games. Yeah, and to be fair, he's probably he's probably better than most Premier League refs. Like, genuinely, yeah, I, I think. Of that performance. Yeah, yeah, no, but from what I've seen, I've, I've seen him a few times ref, and I thought he's been really good. But yeah, yeah, Birmingham fans, obviously, I don't think they could have any negative things to say about him. But yeah, we'll talk about, actually, the red card, because I don't think we mentioned that yet. Red card for you? I, th- I don't think anyone can play a thousand. To say, yeah, again, I'll, I'll keep this short and brief. Yes, um, naughty, naughty challenge it was. Naughty challenge again. I can half understand why. He's, well, not really. It's silly. If you're a professional footballer, I don't understand why you do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that again, it happens in football. So yeah, it's a red, uh, yeah. silly from him. But as a posh fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was definitely a red. I've just thought of this now. Not posh related in any ways, but still championship related and football related. I know you've seen it. Obviously, I don't know if anyone else has seen it. <laughs> the, that the Luton player uh, that's absolutely just wally wally this guy. So yeah, if you're not you know seen what? it, yeah, Karen, sorry, you go. I just, no, I, I completely interrupted that. My bad. That, uh, that's fine. I was just gonna. I just want to quickly say, is it a yellow or red? For me, it's only a yellow. No way, he knew. No. He knew. I know, but I'm percent. sick of this. Uh, this uh, little rant here from me, right? I'm sick of this. Players, <laughs> as soon as you know when you you drop the f- uh, ball down for a line, you can take a quick free kick. Yeah. And then an opposition player runs in front of the ball. We do it. Every club in the bloody universe does it, where you yeah. stand in front of the ball. But that cannot be stopped. That there's a rule where if you're what is it? If because apparently, at least this is what I got told. David Beckham would do this a lot. Where if a player went to stand in front of the ball to stop you from taking a quick free kick, you kick it at them on purpose so then they get a book in. Yeah, you get a it's book meant in, to be. Yeah. I want our players to do that more. And even if they do it once and then the referee doesn't book them, then mm. don't do it again. But tell the ref, you know, like because why is this just become accepted? You yeah. know that you, that shouldn't <laughs> be allowed. That's against the rules. That why is that allowed? So the players went well. He didn't mean to kick the ball, but. That's what he's saying he went to do. So the the player deserved it. Why are you standing no, in front of the ball? Every team does he, it. Know, you've got to do it for your team, don't you? Kick. Yeah, I know. Obviously, he did. I get. He probably did. That's the thing, but yeah. I know. But exactly. it is what a red. He, he knew what he was doing. He, know, he just but... he, he knew he sort of stood in the way. And he just wallied him. Wallied him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's even. That's not even a word. To be fair. Yeah. yeah a bit off topic, but yeah, we thought it was funny. And was. I don't know. Surely the ref mustn't have not seen it because any ref would give that as a red anyway. They would. I know you're saying it should have been a yellow, or whatever. No. Yeah. No. It's ref, red, really. But I'm yeah, just saying the ref because... must have missed that. Surely, or exactly. I don't know how. How's the fourth official not seen it, or the linesman, or whatever? That's just a poor oh, decision. No. I, I would be fuming if that was against us. But yeah. Um, any any last thoughts on the Birmingham game before we sort of wrap yes. up and speak about some additional stuff? Yeah, uh, I have. I think I just want to say Fergie. I'll give him a rating. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Ten. Oh, I'll, I'll thought, go nine. Fergie masterclass. You labelled it as that, actually. Um, yeah, Fergie masterclass proper. I thought his tactics were spot on. I thought his to be fair, he didn't have to make many subs because the game was pretty much done and dusted. Mm. But I thought. Taking off Jack Taylor pretty early on was pretty smart, and I think his lineup was perfect. I thought the game plan was perfect. I thought people like to talk about tactics and and all that, but I thought his tactics were spot on. Defensively, mm. we go into a four four two on the ball. We change sort of go into 
uh, a four-two-three-one, or where Grant would st- sort of come in and be that attacking midfielder. But again, defensively, he would be as, as a striker, sort of pressing. So, and we then defend in two banks of four. So I thought that's been worked on in the training ground, and I thought Fergie just complete outdone him. As he said, we weren't going to win the physical battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we probably won't most of the season. We've got to beat teams with the ball on the ground. Yeah, so, that's it. so I thought it was brilliant. And again, talk about third man runs and stuff. There was loads of those. Uh, again, for the uh, penalty that that came from Grant making a third man run. Uh, and I thought that's that's the stuff that's worked on in the training ground, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got to give Fergie his props. Where I thought that was perfect from him. Yeah, ma- massive, massively good performance from Fergie. I was impressed. Nine, I'll go for ten. It's very interesting, actually. That you get. I, I struggle to give a player or a manager a ten. Yeah, so do I. Cause it it'll be hard to, be... to get a ten. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it has to be perfect mm-hmm. in my. But that's where I think he had the perfect managerial game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or if because there's nothing that I can pinpoint. Criticize. Yeah. Yeah, and. Like where at all? Even the the team selection, I thought was perfect. Yeah. I the the handling of the the media with the pim situation has mm-hmm. been perfect. I just thought everything that he done in that in on that day was uh, perfect for me. Yeah, and I think it was good. Obviously, he didn't really uh, mention it too much, like the pim situation. But it's good he briefly mentioned, obviously, because you don't want other speculation kicking off or whatever. But exactly. yeah, it was just good. But yeah, we we'll sum up Birmingham game. Best performance in years, since yep. eight years, and defensively sound, good Brilliant. going forward. I think I mentioned earlier, we looked like we were going to score every chance we had in the first half, every time we went forward. Not so much in the second half, but we didn't really need to because no. we had the game under our control and there was never a moment really where we fought. I know exactly. we even said like there was opportunities, like half chances Birmingham sort of had. We, and I was just sat on the ground really confident. I was thinking, this ain't going in. Like, uh-huh. everything's going our way today. Like, it's just our yeah. day. But it's not Birmingham's day. And that was just sort of how it went. And props to the players. Massive performance. Uh-huh. And long may it continue. And hopefully we can bring this bring this form into the Coventry game. But interestingly enough, got got a nice nice bit of statistics here. Nice, nice like, fact. Uh, talking about let's yeah let's obviously I said let's hope we can bring it into the Coventry game. Obviously everyone knows our away form is poor. To, yeah, poor to put it lightly. Being honest, so <laughs> so this is well actually we'll go through. I've got a stat here from Sam Edwards on Twitter uh, of BBC Radio Cambridge. I think so, but we'll go with the home. So our home form since the start of the nineteen twenty season, we've played forty four one twenty nine. Draw nine, lost six, with a win rate of 65. Wait, who's this against? Sorry. This is a home, our home oh, form since sorry, 1920, sorry. yeah. So with a win percentage of 65.9%. Brilliant. And so we claimed 96 points out of a possible 132, which is... That's really good, Which actually. is, we've claimed 72.7% of points available, which is, is which, which is good. And obviously I'm saying, let's hope we can bring this into, into the Coventry game. That doesn't obviously look so likely with our away form over the same period being played 45, 116, drew nine, lost 20, with a win rate of 35.6%. And that meaning we've claimed 57 points from a possible 135, meaning we've claimed 42.2% of points available. (coughs) Pretty crazy when you look at it. Home form is going to keep us up this season, I believe. I do not think we're getting relegated. 
but that away form needs sorted <laughs> sorted quickly to be honest you think we're staying up yeah, easy yeah we, we, we'll stay up not comfortably not comfortably my, my opinion's changing every week now mm-hmm. but yeah uh, to be fair I think <coughs> shit my bad uh, I think yeah home home form is brilliant I think since Fergus came in it's been brilliant from yeah. what I can remember uh, and it's been uh, yeah it's amazing every time every time we play at home I do feel confident no yeah, yeah. definitely like normally it's like we are confident it's his high obviously when we're playing at yeah. home and yeah that's just and, and probably that, that Birmingham game was the one game I think where at home I haven't felt confident mm-hmm. at all I went yeah. to that game I genuinely like in my head and heart thinking we're losing being honest and yeah. I don't feel that off I'm, I think I'm pretty uh, enthusiastic but yeah. uh, I, I genuinely just thought like we'll lose we might be in a better performance overall but we'll probably lose or draw but honestly that's that has filled me with so much confidence because I feel that game is going to be the turning point if yeah. we do stay up, that that this game, that this Birmingham game, will be the turning point. And I think if we play that same sort of system and the players are uh, play as well in the system as they did, then there's literally zero reasons why we won't stay up. Because then we won't be conceding much anyway, and we're going to be scoring goals. So yeah. Definitely, and standards are set now. Even Joe Ward said that on his caption on Instagram. Standards set. So they've got a lot to live up to now. We know what the boys are capable of with that that with caption. that massive yeah, good caption. Uh, with that massive win, obviously over Birmingham. But yeah, standards are set. All posh fans expect expect. I guess that week in week out, especially at home, we just need yeah. to find that thing like we mentioned previously of how we can fix our way form. We don't know yeah, how how it's going to happen. Maybe just a massive win away from home will lift the yeah, spirits. Yeah. But. It will. I think you draw your away games and you win most of your homes and you're staying up. To be yeah. fair, if you do that throughout the whole season, you're up there. Fully, yeah, definitely. You know, obviously. You're mid-table then. Uh, exactly. But again, that should be the aspect. Obviously, you go into every game trying to win, but, you know, you take the draws away if you get them against mm-hmm. most sides. Yep. And then at home is where you sort of, you, you try to win every game, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I'd Every home game's um, I'm going to be uh, excited and hopeful, and I think that taught me a valuable lesson. Being honest, uh, yep. again, not to doubt us at home. Yeah, exactly, and I think you hit the nail on the head there. To be fair, but yeah, you need around roughly what it is a point, just over a point a game, I think, to stay up. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's let's hope we can get that. Last little fact for you is uh, fact of the day: yesterday's attendance. <laughs> Uh, of 11,898 was the highest home league crowd for 8.5 years That's having good. said that obviously 4,000 of them were Birmingham fans so so just shy yeah. of 12,000 there so 8,000 posh fans still good for a club That's of our size still still very much decent very decent but let's hope hope we can sort of boost the crowds obviously with a performance like that let's hope next home game which is Bournemouth obviously that's a Wednesday night so maybe not maybe the game after we can maybe hit hit uh, attendances as high as that would be nice obviously I'm helps to... you can't go Bournemouth no. yeah I'm good I can't go Bournemouth I forgot to book it off work so <laughs> I left it I just it, it sort of, it comes around so quickly the game so I just sort of it just I was so I'm so looking forward to Coventry so I just didn't think plan that far ahead but yeah, I got it I'll have to just watch it on the iFollow but yeah so I'll be supporting the boys either way but 
just go ahead. I'll be a bit jealous of you when you're there if if you can get there and that. But yeah, too far. I might not. I might be working, so I might miss it. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. So we'll hopefully, we can watch it on the I follow. We just have yeah. to have to see. But yeah, well, yeah. We'll wrap up with the Birmingham game there. I think we've we've touched upon everything, haven't we? Unless you, yeah. you, yeah, all good. And we'll we'll just got some additional stuff. So as we said, we're recording this on the Sunday. Luke Harris penned his first professional deal with the club. So congratulations to him, and that's. Good. He looked. Had he looked good against Barnet, which is obviously good uh, in preseason. I think he played against. It was either Kingsland or Spalding. Uh, he looked good then again. So yeah, we're happy for him. Obviously, it's nice that he'll he'll be able to play the under twenty three, under twenty three games because uh, obviously they've got a league now this season, which is good. We've got proper under twenty three games. Obviously, previously before in uh, Calgary two states of. The academy, we we had sort of the odd game now and then, but now it's week in, week in, week, in, week out. So obviously you've got players like uh, Kwame Poku and that playing in the under-23s, which is good, obviously. And then you've got that nice sort of, <coughs> nice sort of stepping ground into the first team, which is obviously it will help us massively going forward. Yeah, so it's good. But yeah, congrats to Luke Harris and hopefully he can do well for the under-23s and hopefully push for his place in the first team like those those academy graduates like Ricky Ricky J Jones, Harrison Burrows, obviously Glenn. formerly Flint Clark, yeah, that's it. And obviously he's gone Norwich, but yeah, so yeah, congrats, Luke Harris, and we'll move on uh, to the final talking point of the day. A bit of a sad note, actually. Maybe we shouldn't have left this till last, but that's my bad. Uh, Jack Marriott, the worst possible news on the hamstring on his hamstring injury, going to be out for a lengthy period of time, which is just gutting, isn't it? Like. Yeah, but I think did we speak about it the night or after the game? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we spoke about it in the previous episode, I believe. But oh, what, what, what I said? What did the club expect? I mean, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was that. But we didn't know that it was going to be out for this time. Yeah, we had the well, scan no, on Monday. Okay. It's gutting, but at the same time, uh, obviously, you don't expect how much length or whatever. But uh, I, I expected Mario to get injured throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to stay fit. I thought. So it's the club should have expected that as well. Yeah. So it's disappointing. It's gutting. I feel bad for him more than anything because he seemed uh, very motivated. I thought, you know. And yeah, he did. Just even as I uh, remember, uh, his caption was a bit sad on Instagram where he said, "It's the best he's felt in forever or in ages." So it's gutting in that sense. But I think uh, the club should have been more prepared. But Again, that that just sort of helps my point with uh, the Fergie like ten rating because even with that injury, again he's changed the system to make it work and it worked uh, really well. Obviously, we've got to do it over a few games uh, to see if that system is how we probably want to play uh, for ages. But yeah, no, uh, got him. But it is what it is, isn't it? You know, there's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah, we just got to hope he, he, he recovers well. I think he ruptured his hamstring or something. Not exactly sure on the sort of technical aspect of it. We're, we're not very good at science, to be fair, or whatever. Well, yeah, but it's not really science, to be fair. It's just knowing <laughs> what it was. But anyway, yeah, we hope, we wish Jan Mary a quick recovery and hopefully he can be back in the team. Obviously, he looked good against Sheffield United, picked up that beautiful goal. Uh, when he nicked it off even, Egan or whoever it was, and yeah, yeah and even Red looked, uh, yeah, it looked lively. Yeah, it looked, yeah, that's the right word, lively. I thought he looked all right. So he's mm. going, but yeah, there's nothing to do now. He's just got to, he's got to work hard, I guess, to get back. He's got to just recover well and come back stronger. And 
and hopefully by then we should be in a better position than what we're in now. Hopefully we're more comfortable when you come into uh, a good side. Yeah, that's it. And I think um, even talking about sort of the injury, Fergie said he's, he couldn't believe he he his uh, words were unbelievable how much damage he did to his hamstring, which is interesting. But, yeah, that's yeah, enough. yeah, unbelievable or whatever crazy or something like that was one of them words. Yeah, just <laughs> guided like we said, just sort of echoing our point on that. But yeah, guiding and um, yeah, like I said, hope Marriott a quick recovery and hopefully he'll be back in the squad soon. So obviously we are sort of lacking in that, um, lacking going forward. Really, if obviously like I said before, Jack, uh, Jack. Uh, Johnson Clark Harris uh, gets a ban or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll wrap up there. Obviously, not nice to finish on the nego point. But I know in previous episodes, I've said, let's hope for a positive episode. At least we've got it today. So it's been good. Nice, yeah, positive really episode. Good, uh, like, podcast it, to record. It's been really enjoyable, actually, speak about a good performance and giving everyone a, like really high ratings and that. It's just been really nice. But yeah, yeah, we'll wrap up there. And like we said, the, the uh, commentary preview episode will be out Thursday or Friday. We'll uh, we'll let everyone know on the social so keep tabs on there 90 plus 6 underscore on Instagram and Twitter 90 plus 6 pod on TikTok and 90 plus 6 on Facebook but yeah we'll wrap up there unless you've got any last things you want to say well I think that's it uh, I love uh, Rolls Royce I love Rolls Royce man I love all the boys we've had Ollie Norburn as well one of my favourites yeah. but yeah Mr Rolls Royce we love you if you're listening uh, and yeah thank you for listening guys and of the posh, let's hope for a win against Coventry. Of yep. the posh, till the next one. Yep, thanks. <laughs>